Hello, welcome to Ditch a Diet Podcast. My name is Kerry Williams, and this week we're asking the question, what is your weight a symptom of? So before we get started, I just wanted to share a little bit about what I've been doing recently. I have a new weight loss goal, which I've mentioned before in this podcast, and I'm going to record uh, a podcast on this soon, I think, because I have been going through so much mind drama with that particular weight loss goal because it's taking me into a range that I have never been before. Um, So that particular goal would have me into my healthy weight range. And as I've mentioned before, I've struggled with my weight since about the age of seven. And there may have been a time in my life where I wasn't weighing myself very much and I was actually in my healthy weight range, but I wasn't really aware of it. I don't recall an actual time when I wasn't classified as overweight. So that will take me into a whole new place. I'm so close to that, really. You know, it's really this last little bit. And I'm recognizing how much I've been blocked around that, um, that I've got to my current weight, which was my last goal, and I've maintained really well. But I also had a limiting belief in there that it wasn't even possible for me to get to the next stage. And so I've been unpacking a whole load of mind drama around that. And it's been so interesting to actually set that stretch goal and then just recognize, wow, this is all the stuff that's underneath that. So I love that goal setting can bring up all of the stuff that's actually going on in the dark depths of your mind. And it can actually highlight what's really going on and where the blocks are that can help you to get success if you can work through those beliefs and change those limiting uh, beliefs. So I'll definitely share some of that uh, with you. Um, maybe in a, a few episodes time, I'm still kind of working my way through that. But this week, I've had a little bit of a breakthrough because I have found a protocol and I'm starting to actually lose weight again. It's taken a little bit of tweaking to find the new protocol that's going to put me into weight loss mode again, because I kind of, I've got to this stage, I think it was about my third goal that that took me to where I'm at now. And it seems like that, that last uh, bit, quite often your body needs quite a bit of tweaking in order to put it back into weight loss mode. And you've got to get really, really um, kind of focused with your protocol. So that's what I'm experiencing for myself personally. I've coached people on this before, but to actually experience it for myself, like actually getting down to my very, very final weight that, and actually re- recognizing that it is possible and that I need to be uber focused on my protocol is a whole new level for me. So I'm definitely going to share how that goes for me in the coming weeks. And I've also had some success. Oh, well, one of my clients had wonderful success. So she has just finished with me. She has lost uh, over a stone, around about a stone and a half, um, 18 pounds. And she has done so well. I'm so thrilled for her. Um, She's actually um, got to a, a level in her life that she's never actually been able to get to before. And before we finished our work together, she was actually able to maintain. So she's taking a lot of the tools and um, a lot of the knowledge around what works for her in terms of her protocol and how she can maintain her weight out into the world. And I'm just absolutely thrilled for her. So why don't we talk about what your weight could be a symptom of? So I wanted to record this podcast episode because I've been reflecting a lot on my journey and also seeing what other people are going through 
in their lives when they're actually losing weight. And quite often, we are so used to focusing on food and exercise and the whole calories in, calories out, because that mantra and that uh, kind of understanding has been promoted so much that it it's kind of seeped into our awareness as a belief that, you know, if you're if you're not losing weight, it's because you're not eating right, you're not exercising right, and um, basically you're doing it wrong if you you just lost your willpower, if you're going back to your old ways, back to your old habits. And actually, the truth is when I've worked with people before, and actually when I look at my own journey, I can really see that weight was actually a symptom of other things that are going on in our lives. That was definitely the case for me. So many people will often give food the job that other people or things should have. You know, we might use food for many different reasons um, to provide us comfort, to provide us stress relief, um, you know, to, to provide us with a sense that, you know, food isn't scarce. Um, and there's often so many other things that can be going on. And when we only focus on exercise and what foods to eat, we're ignoring all the rest of the stuff in our life. And if there are other stresses in our life, how on earth can we possibly lose weight permanently when we're not actually looking at the cause and actually getting to the root of what's going on? So when I reflect back on my most recent time of putting weight back on again. It was probably around, I think it was 2010, 2011. And there was a huge amount of stuff going on in my life at that stage. So I'd just qualified from uh, my training. I was a newly qualified homeopath. Um, I was also studying naturopathy at the time. My debts were mounting up. I had quite a lot of debt from my student loans. And I was starting to build my practice. So fresh out of college, didn't know a damn thing about being self-employed. Um, I didn't know anything about marketing. I didn't know anything about running um, your own taxes, bookkeeping, accounting, all of that stuff. So to supplement my income in order to be able to pay my rent and my bills, I was still working part-time in a role that had me feeling pretty damn uninspired and quite stuck actually. Um, so I had this part-time job. I was busy trying to build my business. I was doing lots of things that just didn't work. Looking back now, I can see that I learned a massive amount because when I learned what didn't work, I didn't do it again going forward. But um, it felt very stressful because I had a lot of debt and I was constantly anxious about uh, all of um, my repayments and am I going to be able to make my repayments and how am I going to transition into this you know, new career and how am I going to have a business? I didn't really even want to have a business because actually when I started my training, I actually thought someone would employ me <laughs> and really should have done the homework on that one. That doesn't happen. So um, there were all sorts of things that were going on in my life and I can really recognize just how much that stress was building at that time and I started putting weight back on. So before that, I was the slimmest probably that I recognize in my adult life. Um, I had been on a very strict candida diet. So through my training, I learned loads about nutrition. Um, I decided that I wanted to get on an anti-candida diet. And I think I did it for like 18 months. And, you know, I really got through it with willpower and deprivation and I white knuckled it. And I was probably horrific to be around <laughs> at that time because we would go out to restaurants and we would like you know, go to parties and stuff. And I was like, no, I can't drink. No, I can't eat that. I can't eat that. And, you know, 
I just wasn't very happy. Um, I wasn't easy to be around, I don't think, but I had lots of success with my body at that point. And when I had all the added stress of qualifying and then starting to build a business and then seeing the harsh reality that actually it felt pretty hard at the time and it didn't really flourish. I wasn't doing the right things. And all of that stress had me stress eating. So overeating for me has often been the remedy for stress, for feeling, you know, emotional, for feeling sad, for feeling depressed. And a lot of that time, um, it felt like I was very, very busy and stressed all the time and constantly worried about money. So I'd find myself really craving crunchy things, which is really, really interesting. It's almost like I had that level of stress where many people will recognize they they might grind their teeth or, or kind of clench their jaw. And for me, I really wanted crunchy things. So I was eating like lots of crackers and things, which is really interesting, crackers and cheese and stuff like that. That was around the time that my chocolate cravings came back and I hadn't recognized that level of chocolate cravings since I was much, much younger. And they suddenly came back with a vengeance as well. So sometimes I was, you know, eating a whole block of chocolate and I would just inhale it. I would have a store meat and I didn't even recognize like what was going on. I could not stop myself. I felt completely out of control. So around the areas of my life, like money, business, career, things just felt very stuck. And, and I needed a lot of transformation in that area because it was stressing me out so much. And then also in my relationships, you know, I had one relationship breakdown. I was in another relationship around the same time. Um, so I'd kind of transitioned from one relationship, had a period of being single, and then I, I um, got into another relationship. And within a couple of years, probably about a year and a half, recognized that wasn't working either. So even in my romantic life and my relationships, it was not working very well at all. You know, there was um, conflict at times, um, you know, we're very unhappy. And, you know, I can fully take responsibility for much of that as well. I definitely was not my best version of myself in that relationship. And I put a lot of blame um, onto him. And, you know, looking back now, I can really, really see why that wasn't working. But I remember doing lots of secret eating at that point because I was so fearful of judgments and comments from him. So I would do stuff like go to the shops, do the groceries, I'd buy chocolate and I'd have this idea in my mind, oh, you know, this is going to go in the cupboard. I'm just going to have a couple of squares every now and then. And then I would be walking home and I, it's like the chocolate was calling to me from the shopping bag. You know, it was just like, eat me, eat me. <laughs> and, you know, I felt like I had no control and I would get it out and I would literally eat the entire block on the way home while I was walking, you know, so it just felt like I had no control around that food. And actually, really, I was secret eating. You know, I was eating in secret because I was worried about judgments. And actually, I was also worried about those judgments from other people because I was actually judging myself. So what I was feeling stressed about was actually what was within me. I was, it was almost like a mirror. I was judging myself and I was expecting judgment from other people. And yes, sometimes they did say, certain comments uh, that would make me feel upset, but really I was judging myself as well. So I was bringing a lot of that around to myself. 
So really, I was using food for stress relief. I was using food almost like an emotional hug, like when I was feeling upset, when I was, you know, unhappy in my relationship and I was realizing that it wasn't working and I didn't know how to get out of that. When I felt down, I would be eating. And then when I was going out socially, I would want to forget about it all. So I was also using uh, food and drink as an escape. So if I was going out, um, because I'd spent so long on the candida diet before that, and I, I was not really drinking and, you know, I was just eating such a narrow amount of food. Then after that, it's like everything came back. It was like I had lifted the lid on all this stuff that I had been resisting and suppressing for such a long time. So I went into party mode, you know, so we'd go out to restaurants and I'd be like, no, I'm going to, you know, eat whatever I want. You know, I want a better relationship with food. I told myself I was intuitively eating. Oh, like I must need this because my body's probably needing a certain vitamin or mineral. But actually I was really just wanting to have a good time. And if there were drinks involved at that point as well, you know, I'd be going out and just drinking way too much and just getting lost and getting drunk, like as in lost in terms of my emotions not always getting lost because I was so drunk, (laughs) but just really trying to escape what was happening in the rest of my life. Because what was happening was that I needed to pay my debts off. I was in a bad financial situation. I was in a relationship that wasn't working. I was in a job that I wanted to transition out of. And my business wasn't actually working the way I had envisaged it. And the way I had invested all this money up until that point in order to transition into something different and it wasn't working out. So I, things in my life really were not working and I was using food as a crux for all of that to solve all of those problems. So my weight at that point, really, if I truthfully look back on it, a large proportion of that, I believe, was really just a symptom of my life not working. So while all of this was happening, I tried so many of my latest attempts at different diets. You know, while all of this was happening and I recognized I was putting on weight, I had a lot of shame come up because I was a natural health practitioner. I was helping women balance their hormones. And then I was overweight. I was very overweight at one stage. And I felt a lot of shame around that, like I should be looking different. I should be an example of, you know, what's possible in terms of looking after yourself and being healthy. I just didn't click at that time that my life was so full of upset and drama and I was eating so much to feel better. So when I tried these different diets, I tried paleo, I tried cutting out wheat and sugar. What else did I try at that point? Um, I tried going vegetarian. Um, I don't think I tried the South Beach diet, but I tried all sorts of different approaches. And I know that other people, it was working for other people. I was often recommended these diets and it just wasn't working for me. I tried the blood type diet at that point as well. You know, as a type A, apparently I should be more vegetarian. When I went vegetarian, I found my blood sugar. I was craving so much because I was eating more carbohydrates and it wasn't working for me. So I tried these diets, all of this drama was going on, the diet didn't seem to be working, but actually I was so stressed and I was so upset sometimes that I needed to use food at that point as my escape because that was the pattern and the habit that I had developed over time. What's really interesting as I reflect back now is that I started unwinding and healing each of these areas in my life. 
And these were really important steps for me in order to lose weight at the last time. I now recognize it that it was all of that work that really also contributed to my weight loss success this time around. So yes, eating in balance and finding a way to eat uh, that I love really helped. Being aware of my habits and triggers on a day-to-day basis really helped. But if I still had crippling debt, if my business was still struggling, if I was still in a part-time job, getting paid hardly anything and being really unhappy and stuck in it, And if I was in that relationship still and being unhappy with each other, actually getting success in weight loss would have been extremely difficult without doing the willpower and deprivation approach and just white knuckling it through all of that. It would have been very, very different. So what started happening was I started getting transformations in each of those areas of my life. So a coach helped me to build my homeopathic practice. She was the first coach that I had ever come across. And she started helping me understand where I was going wrong in terms of what I was doing to build up my homeopathic practice. I started joining um, money and money mindset and business programs that were run by coaches. I started learning different aspects to business, different aspects of around money mindset. I started transforming that area. I paid off all of my debt. I started having savings in in the bank so that if something ever happened to my income, I've still got a few months up my sleeve. I've got savings towards a house now. I started working with coaches to understand more about how to create an online business. Um, I started uh, coaching for weight loss And I worked with a health coach, first of all, and she helped me to look at paleo and to see whether or not that would suit me. I then worked with another weight loss coach who um, did a six-week program, and that's where I had real success for the first time and, and shattered my limiting belief that I can't lose weight because I actually lost six kilos, five or six kilos, I think it was on that. I got coaching for relationships. You know, I I broke up from that old relationship. I spent a very long period of time being single and thinking that all men are terrible and that I was just going to be single for the rest of my life and that was the best um, possible outcome. And then eventually I recognized how much I was limiting myself. And actually there are really nice men out there. And so I got coaching for relationships and then I met my fiance, you know, so things have changed significantly and I cannot discount all of those changes in my life when I think about weight loss because if all of those areas were still problematic, I would have, I would suspect a very difficult time maintaining my weight loss. So this is why I feel life coaching alongside weight loss coaching is imperative if you recognize that there's other areas of your life where there are things going on that might lead you to stress eating, that might lead you to feeling sensations of being sad and unhappy sometimes or maybe just stressed and anxious or worried, any of those types of emotions that might drive you to eat sometimes, then looking at these different areas can be really, really helpful. And I have noticed this with my clients as well. And I can give you some examples. I've recently coached someone um, through weight loss, but at the same time, she was also going through a divorce. So she was actually coming away from her relationship with her husband and actually transitioning back into life as a single woman. I've uh, helped uh, another person who was recently bereaved. And so she was going through a lot of grief and we've helped her to, um, you know, come to a different relationship with that, that loss 
and lose weight at the same time. Um, I've had other clients who have had money issues as well, similar to me. Funny that you often end up working with people (laughs) in the same areas where you've had struggles. So I've helped people who have gone from uh, a very scarce poverty kind of mindset when it comes to money and having debt into actually having money in the bank and having a much healthier relationship with money. So I can see that you know, really focusing narrowly on just food, on just exercise, on day-to-day habits is actually missing out on an opportunity for transformation in many areas of your life that will actually support and maintain your weight loss. So if any of this resonates, if any of what I've uh, spoken about today resonates with you, then I invite you to have a look at my life wheel exercise. I've created a workbook and this is an exercise that I often take my clients through. So this exercise uh, takes you through all the different areas of your life and it helps you to have a look at what's going on right now and what you would need to change in order to make it the best version of that area of your life. So 10 out of 10, if things were amazing, perfect, you know, um, what would that actually look like? And you can then see where you're at now and where you would love to get to and then examine, okay, what's in the middle of that? Is there, are there any areas here where I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling upset, and that might be impacting how I'm eating? So you can go over to my website, kerrydwilliams.com and this episode is number 14 so it's kerrydwilliams.com forward slash 1414 you'll go to this podcast episode uh, on that link and you'll be able to download that pdf and do that exercise so that you can get some awareness and actually really see how other areas of your life may actually be impacting and be a bit of a symptom of what's going on with your weight So if you have any thoughts on this, if it's triggered anything for you, I'd love to have a chat with you. Um, You can come on over to my website underneath this episode um, on that link I mentioned and pop in your comments and we can have a chat there. Okay, have a lovely week and I will speak to you again next week. Bye for now.